everyone, welcome to What the Finance. I'm Hannah, a millennial finance fanatic, lending specialist, and realtor that has spent the last eight years learning how to take control and create my own version of financial freedom. On this podcast, I wanna use what I've learned along the way to help you reach your financial goals and build your dreams because as you know, finance is not a one-size-fits-all topic. I'm so happy you're here, let's go. Hey you, I'm so happy that you are here today. I know it's been a little bit since I've been on. Uh, That's life though. (laughs) But today we're gonna be talking about a topic that you voted on, which if you're not exactly sure what I mean by that, let's get connected on Instagram because there are some times where I will put on my Instagram where I let my listeners choose what the next topic is gonna be about. And today they voted for saving strategies. So go ahead and hop over to Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, I'm on Facebook as well. On Instagram, you can find me at holler at Hannah. On on Facebook, I'm just Hannah Haas. Go ahead and find me on there and let's connect. Okay, so saving strategies. This is something that took me personally a long time to figure out what worked for me. Again, finance is not a one size fits all topic. So we're gonna go over a few different strategies here today and maybe one will work for you. Maybe a different one will work for you. Maybe you're really flexible and they'll all work for you. (laughs) Who knows? But anyway, so saving strategies. There are a few different topics that we can focus on for saving strategies. So first, we're going to focus on just savings in general, just an account that has savings on it, or maybe it's a box of cash, or maybe you are one of those people who puts money in an envelope and you put it in the freezer, or like I don't know, in the tank for your toilet bowl. Who knows? It's your money. You do with it what you will. One thing I do want to throw in here really quick is a lot of times I have a lot of people say, I don't have, I don't make enough money to save. I've been in that position before and in a way I understand what you're saying, but even saving $5 is still saving money. Every little bit counts and every little bit helps. So don't get yourself down if you are on a really tight budget If it's a dollar, if it's $5, $10, whatever, whatever works with your budget, I recommend putting something away for a rainy day or maybe a goal that you have in mind, which we'll talk about goals here in a little bit. Something is better than nothing, okay? First one that I always recommend is to automate your savings. And by this, I mean when you have a bank account, there's a couple of different ways you can do it. Either on your payroll, if that is um, automatically put into your account, on your payroll, you can have a certain amount, whether it be a percentage or a dollar amount, go into a an account that you elect and you can automate it so that way that certain amount goes in every single time. So it's kind of like it already just gets deducted from your paycheck. So that's really nice and easy because it's already out. Like you don't see in your checking, it just goes into the other account out of sight, out of mind. The automatic savings. So whether it be a certain amount, dollar amount from your paycheck that you put into another account or so something that I'm doing on mine, I have my automatic savings where I set a certain amount from every commission check that I get. A certain amount does go into my savings. Also though, another way I'm doing it is on my debit card transactions, my credit union that I bank with will actually use a roundup automatic savings. So if my purchase is $9.50, it'll round it up to $10 and they'll put that other 50 cents into my savings account for me. So far in the last um, month or so, because I moved it last month for my trip, so far in a month or so, I actually have like $89 
in my savings account from just the round of savings. So that's just automatic, out of sight, out of mind. Plus, when I do my budgeting, I round up anyways. So if I spent $48 in my brain, I say I tell myself that I spent 50. It's just how what works for my spending habits. That way, like this is a practice that stems back from when I first started it because that way it would keep me from overdrafting my account because if I told myself I spent 50 instead of 48, that'd be like a dollar and some cushion. So that's just something that worked for me. It's something that is in my brain still today. Now, when you're setting up these savings accounts, maybe it's not a good thing for you to be able to see that savings account every time you log into your bank account. For me, I have a savings account where I can see it. It's a smaller account. It's one that's attached to my checking account. I see it every time I log in. But my account where my larger savings is at, I have that on a completely different checking account so that way I don't see it every time you I log in. The reason being that I did this personally for myself is because I didn't want to log into that account and see that I had money in it and think that I could go spend it. Like if I had $200 in there, I didn't want to say, oh, I have an extra $200. I can totally buy that other pair of shoes or I can spend that extra money. For me, mentality wise, it didn't work for me to be able to see that money. So personally, I had to completely put in a different account where I could just have a go and I'd forget about it and I'd be less tempted to spend it. On the same counterpart of that, so maybe you're not somebody who likes to keep your money into an account or you know like, hey, I know I'm going to be tempted to log into that account. Maybe another way to do it is I once had a financial client just that said money to her is something that doesn't like if she had cash money, it didn't exist almost. So like, you know how like sometimes if you put a $20 bill in your wallet and you're so used to using your debit card that a month later you're looking in your wallet for something else and you're like, oh, hey, I totally forgot about this $20. That was what it was like for her. So personally for her, she would take her amount uh, for her savings each month or each paycheck and she would actually put it in an envelope. And she would just put it somewhere in her house where she didn't look at a lot. It was, again, everybody's different. So for her, she was able to put it in a spot in her house where she tended to forget about it. Another um, practice that she actually tried is that she gave the $20 or however much it was to her significant other and he put it in a safe spot that she never knew about. And then when it was time for whatever that goal was or maybe it was like she was saving up for a trip or Christmas or whatever, when that time came, then he would like go get it out and give it to her. So that way then she would like have this surprise bowl of money <laughs> and she would be able to see how much she saved up. It was really cool. Um, there are also other really neat things that like you can get on Amazon. You can get like piggy banks that are electronic and you can't break into them for a certain amount of time um, or you have to get to a certain amount before it'll open for you. Like you can set that amount on there. I think those are really cool. Um, so like I said, everything is, everybody has a different way. So is this something that you can see it all the time or do you not want to see it? Do you need to automate it? This could be a trial and error type of thing. For me personally, automating it and making sure that I myself don't see it all the time is something that really works for me. A saving strategy that my mom does, which I'm very proud of her because like I said, growing up, we didn't have the best financial 
stance in life. And my mom, I know she's been working really hard at this and she automates her savings. So every time they get paid, she gets $25 put into multiple accounts. So she has a um, Christmas club account that $25 goes into every week. She has another account that $25 goes into every week. And there's another account that she puts money to. I can't remember if that's weekly or monthly one. But they've been, they had been saving up so that way they could move because they knew that they needed to move soon from their apartment. So she was trying to set aside money so that way they'd have the money for the down payment and in case they needed to get any new furniture or anything. And so this last year when Christmas came around, my mom actually forgot about the Christmas Club account. She completely forgot that she set it up and she set it up on a completely different account so that way when she logged into her banking account, she couldn't see it. Completely forgot about it. Christmas came around and she had like, I think over two grand saved. Didn't think about it. Completely forgot about it. So Christmas ended up being a lot better for her. And I even told her, I'm like, mom, we're all adults. We don't need a lot of Christmas stuff. And they ended up saving a lot of that money to be able to uh, go towards their new place. So I was very proud of them for that. She worked really hard at saving that money, even though she did forget about it. But it's kind of baby steps like that, like $25 a week if you get paid weekly or if you can do $25 every other week that's $50 a month so that is $600 a year that's a good chunk of money and if you think about it trying to get $600 at Christmas time at one whole front is really it can be hard but $50 a month that's a little bit easier if you can put it somewhere else and you forget about it and then they just automatically deposit it into your account at a different date near Christmas you can go Christmas shopping that's a lot easier for a lot of people out of sight out of mind it's automated you just don't even think about it okay next let's talk about why setting goals is really important when you are saving when I first started my financial journey I had goals but I wasn't super serious about it especially because I didn't think that I would ever actually hit them anyways just because of the where my money mindset was But once I actually started setting like short-term goals and I saw myself hitting those short-term goals, I was like, I can keep up with this. I then set midterm goals and long-term goals. So I'm going to kind of share some of those here with you. Or maybe if you do journaling, this might be a really good journaling um, prompt for you to write some financial short, mid, long-term goals. A short-term goal is something that, you know, you want done in the next couple of months. Maybe it's a car repair or maybe if you know you need new tires in a few months, short-term goal. New tires can be a little bit more expensive. That might be a midterm goal, but a new pair of shoes, or maybe you, on your next hair appointment, you want to like get full out highlights. You know, there's something that's a little bit more expensive out of your budget, but something that you know you could work towards, and you'd be really happy to be able to afford that goal. A midterm goal um, would be something like maybe you need a new laptop or Christmas. Maybe you want this coming Christmas to be extra special, and you want to be able to save a little bit extra. Long term goal down payment on a car, down payment on a house, depending on what your budget looks like. So my current goals, short term, I have a few car repairs that need to be done on one of the, our cars. It's about four or $500. It's something that like I'm not excited to spend the money on, of course. So for me, I have a short-term goal to get those car repairs done. They don't have to be done right now. It's not like threatening to the car, but they do need to be done. A midterm goal, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> My voice just is something weird there. 
in October, I am going to Keisha Fitzgerald's Empower Her live event. What exactly what this event is is it's a an event of 500 women who are very like minded entrepreneurial women. Um, they just they like their life. But they know that maybe they wanted to do something else with their life. The Empower Her and Keisha Keisha Fitzgerald is the reason why I got started in this podcast. So I'm so excited to finally meet and hug the women who I've connected with. And it's a little bit more of an expensive trip. So I am working towards saving up to be able to go to that and pay for my flights and the hotel as well as, you know, my food and everything and really just enjoy it and not have to worry about it while I'm there. So that is in October. So right now for me, that is a little bit more of a midterm goal. And also with the price range that puts it a little bit more midterm too. A long-term goal for me right now is, so we have our Airbnb, the kitchen in that needs a lot of love. Um, it's probably going to be a few thousand dollars, if not more. So we are saving to be able to get the kitchen remodel done in there, which that will be a lot of labor of love because we're going to try to save some money by doing some of it ourselves and buying like the cabinets at like a resale place. So it's still going to be a lot of money, but I'm really looking forward to doing it. But that is a long-term goal for us right now is to get that kitchen remodel done at our Airbnb. Another saving strategy is one that maybe it doesn't so much that it doesn't go into an account. So this isn't actually money that you're going to be putting into like a certain pot like right away. But this is something that's going to allow you to be able to put more money into your pot in the future. This is just saving in everyday life. So when I was trying to work on getting my debt paid down so that way I could save and I wasn't putting so much towards my debt each month is I really focus on paying off my high interest debts first. So for me, that was like our credit cards um, and then a couple of unsecured loans. I focused on getting those paid off first because a lot of the money that I was paying towards it, it wasn't actually helping me at all because it was just going towards the interest instead of paying down the principal. So I'd be paying out a lot longer. So take a look at your debts and see what you're paying on. And I'm not talking about your car that's at two or 3%. I'm talking about your credit card that's at 26%, that high interest loan that maybe is at between 18 and 30%. Focus on getting those paid down first. So that way, when those get paid down, you can either just use that money and put it towards your savings, or maybe you can split it towards your, between your savings and then focusing on like getting your car and your lower interest rate interest rate debts paid down. Right now with inflation, something that I am doing to save a little bit more too is buying more uh, like store brand. Um, Like I shop at Walmart a lot. So instead of going for like like I'm a big cheese lover. I'm a bit of a cheese snob. So instead of buying like the Sargento or the Kraft, I'll buy the Great Value just to save a little bit more in the pocketbook and make our grocery budget go further. Um, I also love to shop at like Aldi. We also have this bended dent store in the town next to us where you can buy things that maybe it says expired or it's just like a dent can, but like they verify it's good to eat. And you can, I can get like what would normally be like $100 worth of groceries for like $40 there. It's really cool. Look in your area and see what you can find. Um, Also, too, something I do is when I am wanting to buy something like a bigger purchase, maybe like, like I just bought a new computer set up. I waited for it to go on sale before I bought it. I found one that was half off of the original price. And the reason being is because it was like an open box. Like somebody bought it, they said they didn't like it, and they returned it. And they got it for half the price. So 
was super happy with that purchase. I waited a long time to get it, and I did a lot of research too. Um, maybe you're like, hey, I want a new TV, or our TV is working, but like we're pretty sure it's probably going to die here soon. Don't go out and buy the first TV that you find. Do some research on it. Figure out what TV you want and then watch it. Wait for it to go on sale. Wait for coupons to happen. Wait for Black Friday to happen. If it's not something that you absolutely have to have right now, wait for it to go on sale. Do your research and be patient. Speaking of doing research... When I am looking for a big purchase, whether that be an electronic, even I'm so cheap when it comes to buying things that even like shoes, if I find like a pair of tennis shoes I want, I will search multiple websites and look at multiple stores to see if I can find it somewhere cheaper, um, see if I can find a coupon. I with, like with travel, I love to travel. I will spend hours and days researching a trip to make sure that I have the best price. And then even after I book it, I will check that price a lot and watch it just to make sure that I'm getting the best price for it. I am not personally somebody who is in a position where I can just pick a flight because it works with my times. I will work my way around things. I will change my flight times. Like, I have flown at 6 a.m. before, which is really early for me (laughs) in the morning, just to get a good, cheap flight. And I put that practice into my everyday life, not just with my big purchases of vacations. I do it with my groceries. I do it with, like, when I'm setting up, like, when we set up our internet, I researched a lot of different internet options to make sure that we were getting a good deal as well as a good product, too. I did not go with just this one thing because that's what everybody else had. I'm not worried about what everybody else does. I am worried about my budget and what works for me, what works for our business, and what works for our family, and what works for my budget. Okay, I know I just threw a lot of information out at you in a short amount of time. So, quick recap. Saving strategies. Automated savings, whether that be that you just have your... Uh, employer put that into a separate account for you automatically or maybe your bank just sets it automatically for you into a Christmas club or a vacation club into a completely separate account or maybe you just take $25 or whatever your amount is every week you put it in an envelope and you stash it away or you have your significant other or friend do it figure out what works for you this is your finances nobody else's so you Practice different types of things and you try to figure out what works for you. Set goals. What's a goal that is on your heart that you want to do that can help change your money mindset to making saving a priority? Is it that you have a vacation that you want to do? Do you really need to get work done to your car? Do you want to maybe save up for a ring for a significant other? Do you want to buy a new computer? What is something that is on your heart that is extremely important to you to help you set goals and change your money mindset to making savings a priority. Also, ways to save in everyday life, focusing on paying down high interest debts so you can reduce your overall payment debts each month. Right now with inflation, buying off brand is kind of important. Um, And then also too, waiting for sales on bigger purchases or like I said, even small purchases. I do it with my tennis shoes. And lastly, just doing research on your purchases. Internet is a powerful tool. It's not always used for good, but in this case, we're going to use it for good to save ourselves money. So if you have to make a purchase, look up that item, see if it's somewhere cheaper or 
maybe you should wait for it to go on sale for a little bit. If it's a large purchase, like I said, with my vacations, I research those purchases for a very long time. It's something that is really heavy on my heart because I love vacationing, but I could not just be able to just book the first thing that I see. I have to be able to do my research, make sure I'm getting a good deal because if I didn't, it's nothing that I would be able to do as often as I do. I really hope that some of today's information is going to help you save. Like I said, even if it's $5 a week, I do not care. It is savings. It's baby steps to helping you get to your financial goals. Thank you so much for listening in today. Have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you vibed with this podcast, please check the show notes so that way you can find my link to my Instagram. So that way I can personally thank you for listening in. And if you have any questions at all on anything financial related that you'd love for me to touch base on in future podcasts, send me a DM, tag me in the post. I cannot wait to hear from you guys and help everybody find their version of financial freedom. I'll catch you next time.